Great news, not so great news. And that should be it. So please let me know in the comment section. I am so sorry that I messed that up. That is completely 100% my fault. But we should be good to go now. I'm going to double check it one more time. Mike, check, check. Yep. Okay, so we're back in business. As far as I can tell, uh, Janice says, much better. Good. That's much better. 
James M. Ray says, okay, it's working now, sir. Excellent. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. April Hamilton. Yep, you're good. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I was not having, I was not prepared to go through that. So let me go back through the announcement of what the show is tonight. Or at least somewhat. Uh, we're going to start off with China. We're going to talk about a state trooper that drives across the country to abduct a team he uh, uh, tried to catfish online. It's a horrific ending. I want to know your opinions on whether or not justice was served. Uh, and then a Texas teacher and two aides arrested for allegedly abusing a five-year-old special needs child. Also a horrific ending. I want to know if you think that justice was served. Personally, I think one may have been and one the other may not have been. So we will see. However, that being said, I'm super glad that the sound is back correct. That is completely my fault. I, I apologize 100%. And I thank you, every one of you, for being here. It's going to be a fantastic episode. It's going to be a short episode. So... Good news for all the uh, listeners. I do believe, I personally, maybe I'm self-projecting there, right? I, I, I'm, I'm a personal fan of episodes that last within an hour, and this will most certainly do so outside of the sound deficiencies that I myself caused. So coming up next, all of those subjects plus more. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I cannot express to you how much that statement means to me. Uh, some of you that follow my socials understand what I mean when I say that right now. Because today I got the annual numbers from this, this show. From this show. And I was completely stunned. And wow, I cannot, I, I, I don't know how to say it. I can't thank you enough. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Literally one of the leading statistical podcasts in the world. What? How? How? I really don't understand it. I, 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 I'm at a loss for words. I really am. It's ridiculously crazy. Um, what I got back from the numbers from Spotify and Anchor.fm was it is the it, it this show right here is within the top 15% of followed podcasts. Literally followed podcasts. Like I am in the top 15% of the world of podcasts that people follow. That, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I've barely been doing this. For those of you that don't know, I've been podcasting since April of last year. Okay? But, right? Like a year and a half. Not even two years. I'm in the top 15% of followed podcasts in the world. I'm in the top 25% of follow uh, of shared podcasts in the world. What? This ain't because of me, y'all. It's because of you. And I would be remiss to, you know, to say if I didn't admit to you what I 100% honestly know is that is that you you would not care less about me. You would hate me if it was pre Jesus. Noel, if it was pre-Jesus Cajun Libertarian, 
the reason that you are attracted to this podcast, the reason it does so successfully, and 100% is because of Jesus. So if you want to hit me up on the back channel about said Savior, I would love to do so. God is with you, brother. I mean, that's it. That's it. That's the only answer. It's the only answer. I was extraordinarily hated. And rightfully so. I was a disgusting individual prior to having a relationship with Jesus. 100%. And now, all of a sudden, over the last 10 years, I'm a worship leader, a a prominent musician, and apparently a world-leading podcast. It seems hyperbolic to me, okay? I will say that. I hope. I almost hope it is hyperbolic because I don't don't I don't deserve this. Okay, I don't. I put it yes, I do put in a lot of work. I do care very greatly. And I think that most of y'all know that. I'm very passionate. But the fact remains is I could never ever put this out here in a manner that's acceptable, palatable, and widely promoted. Had it not been for my transformation from Jesus. Full stop. I don't really care if you don't like it. Sorry. Um, Hopefully you do. And hopefully you'll seek out why this transformation happened within me. Who has now tens of thousands of downloads. Literally. Which is beyond me. Of this podcast. Which would have never happened prior to my pre-Jesus days. So, that being said, let's get on to it. Woman in the Woods says, we love you, Noel. Thank you. I love you so much. Thank y'all. Janice McKenzie, long-time listener and follower. Amazing. You're incredible. The Cajun Libertarian, keep ranting. You shared valued information. Oh, I want to get back to that right there. Morgan Dow, amen. Amen. For real. Chris. Uh, you are <laughs> one of my longest followers on Twitter by far. So um, he also says some of y'all need to hit that follow button for sure. Uh, real quick before we get into it, I wanted to address this comment because this is something that I've been harping on for a little bit. Janice McKinnon, not, not for my own propped up sake, I, I want to address something very specific here. Uh, Janice McKenzie says, you're incredible. The Cajun Libertarian keeps ranting bunches of exclamation points for those of you that will be listening later and downloading the episode later that you can catch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and basically anywhere you can get your podcast. These are where the numbers are coming from, how I am literally one of the leading podcasters on earth You share valued information. I want to address that comment, right? And here's why. And this is completely off the cuff. The reason we're seeing so much division and destruction in this country right now is because we share very little in the realm of reality, okay? There's not very much shared reality. There's not very much shared propositions or any other word that you choose to to invoke. That's just a fact. We don't. I've I've spoken about this before. I think only once, actually, that that we have no shared reality. We have no shared values in this country anymore. The fact of the matter is is that we've basically been divided into two lines. Those of us that want the Bill of Rights and and the results that uh, you know, result from that result from yeah, it is what it is. Uh, we're live here. That's what happens. And those of which who oppose any sort of shared reality whatsoever, I mean, that's a massive deal. We have a, a an extraordinary battle on our hands of quote-unquote a shared reality. Look, 10 years ago or less, we would all have the same shared reality that, uh, yeah, pedophilia is bad. 
sexualizing children is bad. Going to war should be bad, although that was not a shared reality. Now it's flip-flopping back and forth. I mean, that's just a few examples of a shared reality that we're supposed to have, and we do not anymore. The fact that we, we can't even have a conversation about pedophilia like you guys are literally not you guys but you know the people and talk to that do who will never watch this show and never listen to it they're the ones they're just they're justifying literal pedophilia it's quite astonishing under the guise of uh, the LGBTQ community. So I will tell you to go follow on Twitter, Gays Against Groomers, fantastic account. This is not reality, okay? The LGBTQ community does not, under any circumstances, condone pedophilia for the people that have actually been fighting for the right for equal justice under the law in our current system. Full stop. This is ridiculous. This is not a conversation. If you are advocating for child porn or child pedophilia, you are out. You're done. And I would hope that you're being prosecuted under the assumption that, wait a minute, if these people are actually pushing for uh, pedophilia or in the very sense of, or, you know, not acting against it, then I have very serious concerns about you. Very serious concerns. All right, enough of the ranting for a second. We'll get back to the ranting in a minute. April Hamilton. No, man, we all still believe all that shared reality. It's just the nonsense fringe from that does. I'm, I'm assuming she meant from those that don't. They just bark louder is all. You're absolutely 100% correct. No, no question. No question. All right. Um, Morgan Dow says minor attractive persons, which would be the terminology that you hear that is map, minor attractive persons, map, effing out of here. Absolutely not. Morgan, you are 100% correct. Absolutely out of here. Not going to have it. Ch- uh, Chris Fosner says Epstein should have been a way bigger story with way wider consequences. I mean, how much more simplistic does it need to be said? Does it need to be said than that? For real. I mean, this, this is psychotic. It, it, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. All right. Let's get on to our first story. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on these. We've already spent 20 minutes on opening um, rants. And we've only got three stories here, okay? So I want to get through them. I want to start out with China. Uh, there's a reason for that. And because the China story, most people kind of know and understand. The 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 other two stories when it comes to the... And for those of you that don't know, that are tuning in later, and will tune in later, like thousands of people will tune in later. It's remar- remarkable. I, I, I'm floored. Um, in my promo on Twitter and Facebook, uh, when, when I released what I was going to be talking about tonight, I wanted to talk about China for a little bit. Also, there's a state trooper that drove across the country and tried to uh, abduct a teen that he catfished online. And then the result is absolutely horrific. I want to know from you guys if... There was justice served. And when I say that, I mean, trust me, Like I have the ending to the story, okay? And kind of same situation here. A Texas teacher and two out aides uh, have been arrested for allegedly abusing a five-year-old special needs boy in 2021. The outcome is actually horrific, but was there justice served? I want to know your opinions, all right? So let's start off with China, which everybody kind of knows. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna use two different contrasting stories here, or not stories. I'm sorry, two different contrasting um, sites. 
that are reporting it. First off, we're going to start with NPR. NPR, National Public Radio. All right, Pandemic lockdowns are expanding across China, including a city where factory workers clashed this week with police as the number of COVID-19 cases hits a daily record. Residents of eight districts of a certain city of China that I'm not even going to try to pronounce, uh, home to 6.6 million people, 6.6 million people were told to stay home five days beginning Thursday, except to buy food or get medical treatment. Daily mass testing was ordered in what a city, in what the city government called a war on annihilation against the virus. Let me hold off. Let me hold off. The zero COVID policy. Just wait. Just wait for the base politics uh, response. During clashes Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, said city police beat pro. uh, I'm sorry. They beat workers protesting over a pay dispute at the biggest factory for Apple's iPhone, located in an industrial zone near the city. Foxconn, the Taiwan-based owner of the factory, factory apologized Thursday for what it called, quote, an impute error in the computer system, and said it would guarantee that the, uh, the pay is the same as agreed to and in official recruitment posters. Come on, man. There's no way you're not going to fool anyone whatsoever into thinking that this is a dispute over pay. What? Do I need to say anything further? Like, it's it's mass erupt protests through the entire country over zero COVID policies and you're going to sit here and try to say it's because of factory pay? This is NPR for you. NPR. It's disgusting propaganda. It's dangerous. And it's costing people's lives. Full stop. The daily caseload has been steadily increasing. This week, authorities reported China's first COVID-19 deaths in six months, bringing the total to 5,200, a little over 5,200, like 5,232 people. So they haven't reported any deaths whatsoever in six months. They completely lied to all of us, the entire globe, about the death count. Come on now, let's be real. No chance they told the truth. The daily caseload has been steadily increasing. It never decreased. By all accounts, by all realistic scientific accounts, it never reduced. The problem is, is that the mainstream mainstream media, we don't call them that anymore, by the way, y'all. It's called corporate media, legacy media. They're not mainstream because they're not mainstream. What we're doing here on this podcast and on people that are much bigger than mine, this is what's mainstream. And that's why we're seeing the numbers that we saw that I spoke about at the beginning of the episode, which again, I'm just, I'm, my mind is absolutely blown. I cannot believe this. It's incredible. I will keep going. Thank you. You keep going. All right, the daily caseload has been steadily increasing. This week, authorities reported China's first COVID-19 deaths in six months. Oh, yeah, that's a lie, bringing it to over 5,200 people. While the number of cases and deaths is relatively low compared to the U.S. and other countries. Stop! Full stop. I want you to hear how NPR is reporting this, okay? I want it to be freaking amplified of how NPR, your government tax dollars, are paying for this information. Quote, unquote, this information. The daily caseload has been steadily increasing. This week, authorities reported it, blah, 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 over 5,200. While the number of cases and deaths is relatively low compared to the U.S. and other countries. 
What the are you talking about? Get out of here. So you're making you they're literally. Hmm, I don't want to wear this. I'll say it like I instinctually wanted to say it. They are wanting to downplay the number of deaths and, and the impact that China and COVID ha- has had via dictatorial, communistic, authoritarian rules. That's what they're saying right there. They're they're saying that the things that China did, which are absolutely abusive human rights, murderous, as I said, communistic dictatorial uh, rules, posting those stats, which are false, by the way, against the, the U.S., which also did lockdown, but just not as hard as China. Let me read that again. The While the number of cases and deaths is relatively low compared to the United States, this is subliminal. This is them trying to gaff you. It's not even a gaff. They're trying to um, trick, I guess. The people that watch this show know better. So that's why I'm stumbling over words here because it's, it's insane. This is NPR. National Public Radio. You pay for this. They're literally trying to deceive you. Trying being the operative word there. And to think of that China's authoritarian lockdowns prove better against the statistics of the statistics of the virus in comparison to the United States. I'm not going to elaborate any further because you guys can absolutely pick up exactly what I'm dropping off. This is insane. This is what your tax dollars are going for. Literally promoting authoritarian, dictatorial actions, regimes. Unbelievable. This is amazing. But is it, though? Is it really that unbelievable? How far has our media gone? My God. China's ruling Communist Party remains committed to a zero-COVID strategy that aims to isolate every case and eliminate the virus entirely. Most other governments have ended antivirus controls and now rely on vaccinations and immunity from past infections to help prevent death and serious illness. Remember, that comes after them literally saying that China was better at COVID than we were. Amazing, amazing stuff. Wow. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Now, the contrasting story from a more realistic and factual site called Based Politics. Follow Hannah Cox at Hannah Cox uh, on Twitter because... She was the one that posted this in my comment section. Most of you know who Hannah Cox is. Oh, I got to see that real quick. Uh, Morgan Dow says Australia too. dot, 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 LOL. Facts. Facts. April Hamilton says our media is dead. Facts. Morgan Dow says NPR. Authoritarianism saves lives. That's exactly what they said. Chris. I blame all of you iPhone users. This crap has been happening for years. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Pretty funny. I like it. Janice McKenzie, white paper protest. Indeed. Keep it going and keep it going strong. So let's look at the contrasting article written by somebody who's actually more uh, accurately based and wants to tell the truth from based politics.com like i said at hannah cox on twitter the chinese people are finally rising up against dystopian zero covid policies 
The COVID-19 pandemic started in China with the virus most likely coming from a Wuhan lab leak. I'll say that again for the YouTube to be more, uh, you know, to uh, inject more specificity. The COVID-19 pandemic started in China with the virus most likely, in quotes, maybe coming from a Wuhan lab leak. And years later, China continues to pursue an insane policy of zero COVID transmissions through stringent and dystopian lockdowns. The result, question mark, China is literally building quarantine camps as we speak to lock their people up. Thanks to these lockdowns, people have starved in their homes and even been burned alive. All while COVID spreads like crazy in parentheses because uh, lockdowns can't stop a wildly contagious virus from based politics. And they're absolutely 100% freaking correct. It seems, though, the people of China have finally had enough and are pushing back. People took to the streets to protest despite the presence of armed guards and pressing death threats for rebellion from their government. This is real. This is real. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where reality and facts meet the delusion and illusion of misinformation, disinformation, and propaganda that's constantly being pumped out by world governments like China and the United States. Full stop. Because uh, what I'm being, what I'm reading is that one of the things that kicked China, the Chinese population over the edge was the World Cup. They watched Qatar and they saw that millions or thousands, hundreds of thousands of people were not wearing masks. They were crowded in together. Uh, being a part of an event that that included many, 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 many people. Now, that is not confirmable, but the timeline suggests that it is real. It seems, though, the people of China have finally had enough and are pushing back. A freaking men. Beijing seems to be caving at least in part, announcing that the government would stop blocking access to apartment compounds where people have tested positive. And in a Chinese city, it said it would gradually re- uh, resume public transportation so people can have access to basic services like banks, restaurants, markets, etc. Another city in China said it will stop mass testing mandates to make better use of its resources. Uh, finalizing from base politics at hannahcox.com at hannahcox on Twitter. These are somewhat small but important victories for the people of China, but more importantly, they are a reminder that fighting back does work even in the most oppressive, inhumane regimes like China that have no respect for human rights. Throughout history, peaceful, nonviolent civil disobedience remains the best and most effective to fight back against oppression. Mic drop. Absolutely correct. 100% spot on. Not a single bullet needs to be fired. Not a single singular explosion has to happen. We outnumber these people. How many to one? How many? How many? Very many. Millions, at the very least, hundreds of thousands. They cannot enforce what we will not obey. Full freaking stop. This is a fact. Laws only exist and are carried out for the people that are willing to obey them. That's it, folks. That is it. Running quick on time here. Uh, Chris Foster says, I blame all of you. I already already put that one up there. My bad. I was looking for some other comments. For those of you that will be downloading and listen, listening to later. Very, very many. Um, 
let me see. Let me let me find. Let me see if I can find some uh, contradictory comments. Let's see. Scientific Libertarian 2.0. There's a spectrum here, and China is so far to the left, they've fallen off the cliff. Um, yeah, they, they're completely gone. Completely full gone. It, it's psychotic what they're doing in the country. It, it's amazing. Uh, Dave Davis says the Democratic Party and the corporate media told us that the Wuhan, quote unquote, the Wuhan lab leak was a quote unquote racist conspiracy theory. Hmm. Well, back to Scientific Libertarian 2.0. Please give them a follow. They have a very, a very good, good, uh, always very good takes on a lot of this stuff. We we don't always agree on everything, but it's always fantastic. Um, and that's what we want. We want contradictory uh, you know, commentary, fighting back and forth to find out what this what, what what is the truth and where we can meet in the middle. The Scientific Libertarian 2.0 mandates and lockdowns are the worst thing you could do if you're pro-vaccine. You're literally giving your opposition the tools they need to fight a policy war against you. Man, you couldn't be more correct. All right. Let's get on to our last two stories. We're going to make these really quick, um, but not too quick because they're they're absolutely gut-wrenching. So I guess, you know what, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I will make them quick because, my God, I, I want to throw up. I want to go to war, to be honest with you. But my common sense, my intelligence, and my absolute application of the nap and peaceful protest and peaceful living i can't we we have to let the justice system try i know that a lot of you think the justice system has failed but we have to give it its day because there are many 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 circumstances in which the justice system is still working so let's find out did this situation get just um i guess justification or not to the victims. All right. Virginia State Trooper shot dead after reportedly driving across the country to abduct a teen. He classified, or I'm sorry, <laughs> classified, I'm sorry, uh, that he tried to abduct, that he catfished online and then murdered her mother and grandparents. Let's talk about it. A Virginia state trooper allegedly drove across the country and abducted a California teenager he had catfished online, murdered her family, and set her home on fire. I'm just... Can we... Can we please stop with the back to blue? Please. For the love of God. Please stop doing this. Collectivism is... Atrocious, atrocious. It's horrific. Please stop doing this. This is disgustingly horrific. I'll read that again. A Virginia state trooper allegedly drove across the country and abducted a California teenager he had catfished online, murdered her family, and set her home on fire. Let's find out if justice was served. You let me know in the comments whether you think yes or no. Just before 11 a.m. on Friday morning, police in Riverside, California. Uh, this may not have been last Friday, but it wasn't long ago. Okay, Just before 11 a.m. on Friday morning, police in Riverdale, California, were asked to conduct a welfare check on a man and a young woman who seemed to be having, quote, some type of disturbance, end quote, as she got into his car. The young woman turned out to be a teenager whose name and age have not been released. The man turned out to be a 20-year-old, 28-year-old Austin Lee Edwards, a Virginia cop who allegedly catfished, uh, dash, that is, deliberately misrepresented himself to, dash, the girl online. So, in, uh, in conclusion of that paragraph, uh, a cop in Virginia posed himself as someone else drove across the country 
claiming to be that someone else and then abducted this child and murdered her family and then set her home on fire. At about the same time, police began receiving reports about a house fire in the same vicinity. The, the fire was coming from the home the teenage girl shared with her mother. When firefighters arrived on the scene, they made a gruesome discovery. Brooke, Sherry, and Mark Winnick all lay inert in the front hallway. Officials transported them outside and determined that the three were victims of an apparent suicide. So three people dead from a cop that was a pedophile and a mass murderer in the context of I'm sorry. A psychopath. The firefighters re- arrived on scene. They made a gruesome discovery. Brooke, Cherie, and Mark Winnick all lay inert in the front hallway. Inert means face down and dead, basically. Quote, through their investigation, police say they discovered that Edwards, who lived 2,600 miles away in North Chesterfield, Virginia, had established a relationship with the teen online by feeding her false information about himself. Police called Edwards a quote-unquote con man who told the girl he was a teenager so that he could gain her trust and glean personal information about her. They later had an encounter and police fatally wounded the perpetrator and the girl is safe. So, three victims dead, perpetrator dead, shot by police, teenage girl alive. I am desperately trying to do this Unbiased. So you tell me. Justice served or not. Perpetrator was shot dead by police. Girl that he was after. Teenage. Child. Girl. Still alive. Three of her family, family members dead. It's your decision to make on whether justice was served or not. Last story. Before I get to that, let's get to some of your comments. Chris, no such thing as justice. Not going to disagree. He also says threat was eliminated. That did happen. See if we can find something that says combative. I don't think so. April Hamilton, yeah. But the difference with us libertarians is generally we don't tear each other apart when we don't when we disagree, unlike the GOP and Tim's. She also says, but that dude got what he was coming, what was coming to him. I, I'm just, I just, for the love of God, can you please stop with the Blue Lives Matter thing? Can you please stop? These people are inherently disgusting and evil. The vast majority of I don't want to generalize here. I don't want to speak for anybody else. So from my own experience, from anecdotal experience, and from stories that I talk about all the time like this, the vast majority of these people are sick. And they deserve to be nowhere near power. To be generous. 
50% of them are disgusting, sick individuals only seeking power. And I don't care what costume you effing put on in the morning or at night or whatever time of day. You are not privileged to any sort of justice that is not under the law. And we should immediately, immediately abolish qualified immunity and you should be held to account 100%. I do not care your effing excuses. I don't care about your disgusting, pathetic lies that you just want to hold on to power and that you... No. I don't care. I don't. You wear the badge, you wear the costume, and you're held to a higher standard than those of us in the civilian public that carry a weapon seeking solely to actually freaking defend the public and innocent victims and not out there seeking to destroy the community and the economy uh, via, obviously, this story I just talked about. But more importantly, extorting your own civilians in this country to monetize this type of behavior. I'm sorry. I love Jesus, but I hate these people. No one individually, okay? Let me be clear. Well, pretty, I hate that guy. Mm. I do not, I, I have no sympathy. Let me put it like that. I have zero sympathy for you. You need to be, I can't advocate for, for the death penalty or cap, capital punishment because I am vehemently against it. But my God, if I caught you you deserve to be tortured. And you will be in hell. So thank Jesus for that. I I am not sad that you're being tortured in hell in the reign of fire for this disgusting garbage. All right. <laughs> in my rant, I threw my uh my last piece of paper away. Give me one second. And then we'll wrap this episode up um, quickly. All right. A Texas teacher and two aides have been arrested for allegedly abusing a five-year-old special needs boy in 2021. Hang with me because it gets worse. I want these people in the same level of hell as the cop that we just talked about. Three instructors employed at the Libertarian... Uh, Almost came out real bad. Let me start over. Three instructors employed at the Liberty Independent School District, ISD, were taken into custody in mid-November for alleged crimes committed during an alleged shocking incident in April uh, or on April 15, 2021. Teacher Melody LaPointe, 47, and teaching assistants Tara Tenay, 33, and Augusta Danielle, Coslo, 27, were charged with four counts each of abandoning, abandoning or endangering a child in imminent danger of bodily injury and second-degree felony. Hang with me as we wrap up this episode because this gets horrific. All three women were booked into the Liberty County Jail. And their bond, and this is by the Blaze, by the way. This is courtesy of the Blaze. And their bond was set at $60,000 each. Let me repeat. All three women were booked into the Liberty (laughs) County Jail. And their bond was set at $60,000 each. All three are reportedly out on bond. Let's find out what happened. 
And then we'll circle back to why it's so important that at 60 grand, they're all out on bond already. The teacher and instructional assistants are accused of isolating a special needs student in a room at a Liberty Independent School District facility. Liberty, my God, I can't believe they associate it. Independent School District facility. The five-year-old boy was deprived of food and began eating his own feces and drinking his own urine. According to court documents, Let me read one part of this again. All three women were booked into the Liberty County Jail and their bond was set at $60,000 each. All three of them are reportedly out on bond after they deprived a five-year-old special needs student of food and he began eating his own feces, and drinking his own urine, according to current, or according to court documents. What the, uh, what are we doing to our children? You know, you know, you want to get upset about what conservatives are doing in regards to, uh, you know, safe coding and protecting children. Really? Really? After you read these two stories? I don't want to hear any excuses about people, any people, regardless of ideology or background, wanting to safeguard children from this. Homeschool your kids. Eating his own feces and drinking his own urine. A spokesperson for Liberty ISD issued a statement on the following accusations. We immediately reported the matter, quote, by the way, sorry. We immediately reported the matter to law enforcement and CPS, removed the educators who continued to work for us from the classroom and conducted a comprehensive investigation. Based on our investigation, we reported our educators to the state Board of Educator Certification and shared our results with law enforcement officials. Quote, according to a spokesperson for, spokesperson for Liberty ISD, the two assistants were put on administrative leave during the investigation last year and the resigned and then resigned once the investigation was completed. LaPointe, the main teacher in the classroom, was able to find work at another school district. She, she was recently working as a teacher for Bonnie P. Hopper Primary School in Goose Creek District. I don't know what to say without getting at least marked on YouTube. She found another job as a school administrator after being investigated for, as the main teacher for subjecting a child a five-year-old special need. Look, does that does any of the details matter? No, it just makes it worse, right? It doesn't matter what child this happened to. Are you kidding me? She found another job after being investigated and being reported for abuse to a child, a five-year-old child, a five-year-old special needs child. that she made eat his own feces and drink his own urine and then gets arrested a year later after holding a job at another school. 
I cannot say this any clearer or any louder. Get your effing kids out of school. Now. Now. Make the sacrifices we do. I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal, but my wife had a very good job where she could make a lot of money and we had a really good dual income. We don't. She works part-time at a daycare because I want my kids at home. This is why. This is why these people, this world we live in is evil and corrupt. Your children are worth your sacrifice, period. Your freedom is worth your energy, period. See China. The cops do not care about you. Your security and your safety is up to you. Stay trapped, stay strapped, stay vigilant, stay trained, and get your kids out of these schools. Please. This is not... I'm not trying to sell anything, okay? The reason I led the podcast, it's not the reason I led the podcast off, you know, it was to show you, you know, how genuine I am. No. The reason the podcast is one of the leading podcasts in the world is because I am genuine and because I'm not going to care about people's opinions. Not. I care about my children. I care about my family. I care about this country. I care about people. And that's why I hope to God that this resonates. Just, I I, I don't even know what to say. Quite literally, I don't know what to say. It's amazing. And people will look at this episode. They'll look at these articles that are verified from verifiable news sources. All of them. And they'll condemn me as a conspiracy theorist. Or as somebody that is spreading hate or fear-mongering. And it's it's not. It's not. It's not even close to reality. No, I'm showing you the truth. I'm showing you what's happening. And I'm giving you how I feel about it. And I hate it. I hate it. You can label me whatever you want. I don't care. I'm sick of it. Share this show with your friends. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. There's no better... Um, you know, avenue for success for any product whatsoever, including a podcast other than word of mouth. Share it with your friends. Please subscribe. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave me the five-star review or whatever. I even hate effing pitching it because I'm so disgusted with what I'm having to read every day. But how am I supposed to get this information out there, if you guys don't push it, it's impossible. If you don't push it, this show isn't what the, the numbers show. It's just not. I'm, I'm completely reliant on you, right? I, I know a lot of famous broadcasters and news personalities and podcasters. They probably think that, oh, they're the best. And the reason that their show is successful is because of them. I'm the complete opposite, <laughs> like all the way on the other spectrum. Like I can't survive without you. I can't. And how many people are you listening to that share this content? 
I'm completely, completely, 100% surviving on you. And that's the reality of it. So, anchor.fm. By the way, um, I would like to get back to, it's been a long time, right, since uh, I talked about this, but on anchor.fm, you can go and leave me literally record a comment, right, that I can read or, or I'll play them on air, on the microphone, on anchor.fm. Um, so please go subscribe to that. Please subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Leave me whatever review. It is what it is. And then, um, you know, share the show with your friends. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm closing in on a thousand uh, subscribers on the YouTube channel. So help me out there. You know, I, I, I want to do my part. I want to do my part and I can't do it. It is impossible for me to do it without you. And that's a 100% blatant fact. There's, there, there's, I could be the best pontificator in all of world's history sitting behind this microphone. It means absolutely jack shit if nobody shares it, right? This is this the point. It, I don't get these arrogant people. It, it, it all hinges. It all survives on you. And when you tell me that, you know, with your votes, with your with your, with your listens, with your shares, that I am no longer relevant, I am gone. <laughs> Trust me. But as long as you keep telling me what you're telling me, being the stats that I'm being given every day, then I'm going to sit behind here and hope that I can do the best to represent all of you and your ideas and, and your hopes and wishes to the best of my ability. We're not always going to agree. Chris Foster says sub subscribe and share. Please subscribe. Like this channel. Share the show with your friends. Um, hit the notifications bell so that every time I go live, you, you're, you know, you're, Every device will let you know that I'm here and we're ready to talk about these and I'm ready to share your beliefs and your comments, which I do on screen. Nick McKinney, schools are terrible for the mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chris says, am I going to vet my anchor call-ins before I play them? Yes, I will have to. Unfortunately, trust me, as long as there's no, absolutely 0% of what's going to get me uh, kicked off of any of these platforms, every one of those call-ins will be shared. Anchor.fm, go to my Twitter, go to my Facebook, any one of my Facebooks, Anchor.fm is there. If you can look me up, you can search me on Anchor.fm. It's right there, the Cajun Libertarian. I'm the only one. I have the biggest uh, you know, following for anyone. So please go uh, give me some call-ins. I'd love to play them on air. That being said, we are a minute or <laughs> a minute, an hour and five minutes into this broadcast. You guys have been extraordinary and I, I am just freaking, I'm just stunned at how amazing the show has been. And Hopefully, I can continue to deliver, to deliver the the topics du jour, topics of the day, in the most. Honestly, this is what I want in the most authentic manner, in genuine manner that I can give you from my heart. And personally, I think that's why it's been such a success. Uh, literally. A world-leading success, according to the metrics delivered by Spotify and Anchor.fm and all of them. So I love you very, very much. I thank you so much. And I hope we can continue to make this even better and we can fight these battles uh, against the, the tyranny afoot in what's happening in our country and around the world. 
I love you very much. I'll see you very soon. Thank you. And I'm out. Thank you.